Hey everybody and welcome to another <laughs> What's that? What do you want? Hey. Well, I've got to think of new ways to say this. Maybe just like start with like Portuguese or something. Maybe one of the I episodes. don't know Portuguese. Adam does. He would have known if he was yeah. on. Yeah, well, he's selling cars in Portuguese on, on Sunday, the look of him. You can say, How else do you hey, want to do this? Hey, go hey guys. You do you introduce it instead of you, go on. Well, hello there. There we go. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, everybody. David Evans here on the podcast this week. Uh, we've got Mr. Stewart with us. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Stewart? I'll, just, I'll take one name. You'll take it. Madonna. Yeah, you'll take it. Mr. Daniel with us hello. as well. Hello. Uh, we've got newbie on this week, everybody. Uh, Mr. Jake. Jake, how are, how are you doing, Jake? I'm good, thank you. You're not daunted already by the prospect of this? Uh, no, excited. Good, good. Salivating over about all the girls going to get off the back of this episode. <laughs> uh, right, so... Uh, every time a new person comes on, we always have the uh, fan cast questions of three gentlemen. Did, did we, did, we, did, we did the three questions with you, did we? I think this came after you joined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was Siggy, obviously, with hair. Um, Moist Owl. Yeah. And what was the other one? Film. Fatal Diod. What was the question that came Moist Owl as the answer? <laughs> Mike Stell. Mike Stell. Oh, obviously. <laughs> Moist, Moist Stell. There we what are. Gonna say? There's your title. <laughs> Uh, Dan, do you remember yours? Do you remember what yours were? John DeWolf for hair. Yeah. I think it was Robbie Dennison favourite player. So, new season, we've changed the question round slightly for uh, the fan cash question of three. So, Jake, first, first question hasn't changed. Favourite Wolves player of all time that isn't Steve Ball? I mean, it's, it's a bit of a boring one. Neves. I just think he's brilliant. It's a legitimate answer. It's a copper, but I had, I had one in yeah. case I wasn't allowed that, and it was it was a niche George Ellicobi. <laughs> Um, yeah, acceptable. I, acceptable. I mean, I grew up in the time when it was cool to like big players like Akin Fenwar and Heskey. <laughs> I think they were brilliant. Have you seen Akin Fenwar's um, video of playing Spider-Man? No, well, he's got a gaming channel now. <laughs> he was um, talking to Rocket from Soccer AM yeah. on jail.co.uk on Twitter. Akin Fenwar and Spider-Man game. Speaking of Soccer did you see Nuno's interview on Soccer AM where he was just horrible to tubes? Like, not horrible in that, like, every time... Tube to try and get any sort of question out of him. I think Nuno turned around at one point and said, I'd, I'd literally rather be on the training pitch than here. It's like, <laughs> okay. You don't look about Nuno with interviews, does he? No. You wouldn't. He doesn't seem like a man that can sort of have any whimsy in his life. He just seems very. But he gets results on the pitch. Oh, yeah. what's yeah, that's, that's the issue, isn't it? Like, he, he... If he did actually go to see the Arctic Monkeys on Sunday, I don't know what more we could want from our manager. I know. I mean, really. Yeah, because there was a picture, wasn't it, of him at the at the gig at the weekend? Yeah, outside the. There was no like footage of him like in the gig, mosh pitting or anything. He could have just been wandering Birmingham. He could have been lying like what is it, Brindley Place right now? I'm almost certain he lives there. I'm almost certain he lives. I've, I've seen. Yeah. I've seen him there. Just before, a nice like, evening a, stroll. Yeah, yeah, well, I saw, I saw in him the in the mailbox like with a bag a few like last year and I was drunk enough that I just shouted legend and he smiled at me it was great <laughs> my you... mate did see him putting his bins out on the Castlecroft road but that's still <laughs> citation needed <laughs> okay uh, second question uh, eggs and sauces fridge or cupboard fridge fridge both times <sighs> both of them yeah Jesus <laughs> you want your cool you want your sauce to be cool mm. yes because it's for dipping so it's like it juxtaposes the flavour and heat of whatever you're dipping but it's not oh. warm oh, chips look, cold dip I mean the third question well, you'll understand why salsa I salsa with Doritos fridge all, all day long see I would say salsa cupboard 
I would accept both answers on the salsa front. Dan's, Dan's just not if, saying especially, anything. Especially if it's hot salsa. If it's hot salsa in the fridge, because then you get the, the heat <laughs> and the cool at the same time. I don't do salsa. It's just pure tomato ketchup in my life. Nothing else. Nothing else. Is it just a fancy tomato ketchup? You, is it salsa? I've had, like, ready salty, crispy red sauce on. That's that's what I've, that's my <laughs> fancy. All red. All red. Is salsa just a Waitrose invention just, to make tomato ketchup look yeah. good? I, I like what I like. <laughs> and I'll be damned if anyone will stop me. Right, final question, uh, which is, give us an unpopular opinion, in your opinion, of any, anything in life. Okay, cold rice pudding, cold custard and cold beans are better than warm. Oh, right, get out. <laughs> really? Pack your no. bags. Um, Hang on, she's thinking this. I, I Look, I prefer the warm custard variety. I can't have cold custard. Cold custard. Mm, the beans, I don't understand that. And unless you're that poor that you can't afford a microwave. More that I grew up not being bothered. bothered to do it. Cold, cold beans as well? I've never had cold beans. Cold beans. Oh, that, yeah, you're definitely know. a student, are you? Yeah, cold, cold beans, warm toast. Are you trying to suggest, though, that the warmth of the toast would warm the beans and therefore... No, you... it, it keeps the... the but beans are still cold. It just... I don't know. I, I just prefer... I always think it's better. Cold rice pudding's amazing as well. Straight out of the ambrosia tin. <laughs> the whole thing. I can't do that. We're, we're old now. We are old. And again, cold custard with a hot pudding. Great. We're all in our first. See, we're, we're, we're... That, that makes sense, that one. It's like when you have... Um, when like you your have, sauces um... that have been in the fridge, so they cool <laughs> down your chips. <laughs> when you have chocolate fudge cake with ice cream yes. on top, it's yeah, the same. That makes sense. It's yeah, just yeah, the inverse yeah, yeah. of that. So that, that one's okay. So not as unpopular as I thought. So one, no. one, one out of three. What do we think, gentlemen? Acceptable three answers? Yeah. Good first. Dance, dance. You, you can come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to talk about uh, Burnley and Man United, and we've got Twitter a corner as well at the end. Uh, but first season of news, Molyneux is definitely, definitely, definitely in FIFA because we all saw the pictures. And doesn't it look marvellous, gentlemen? It's gorgeous. It looks... I mean, I was looking, as as usual, for small faults and things. It's, isn't it based on... You brought up, like, the, the, they've got the wrong cladding up. That's how, like, <laughs> in-depth you went. Yeah, but they have. It's not my fault that they've got it wrong. Haven't they got the dugits, dugits, dugouts from the end of last season yeah, as well? It, it was obviously, yeah, it was obviously modelled pre-season because they've got the old um, thing on the North Bank FIFA well. took a gamble and thought, you're going up, we'll do it. But they've, I mean, that, that can be patched if they want to do it properly. But, yeah, the old cladding's there, but it doesn't matter. But... You notice that the um, the bottom of the steel ball that was hacked away for the new North Bank is, is actually in there as well. I can't, I can't say I looked that in depth. To be <laughs> no, honest. I just thought it looked really pretty. I went on the um, on the Twitch stream of, the, of that big uh, that big guy, and he um, you could see all the angles on there, and it, yeah. But it looked absolutely fantastic. Mm. I am really looking forward to. It. I pre-ordered it for the first time in years, just because of well, he's in there. Did you see Wolves? Fond farewell to Ivy Lane. Yeah, <laughs> great work that was. Yeah, because we, we're all thinking it. I yeah. star social media presence. Oh, yeah, yeah. ten thousand likes. Was wasn't Wolves literally trending because of that? Probably. Mm. Somebody does their job very well at Wolves, don't they? Why? Josh. Why is it big that we've got? Have, was Cardiff Stadium already on there or something? Cardiff and Fulham had already been revealed for some reason weeks before, which um, is odd because there's a there's a twi- a Twitter channel that's got it's just based on FIFA mm. and they'd leaked them to already well they hadn't leaked and they'd been given to them and they had the FIFA 19 watermark in the corner that was weeks ago 
and then we were the, literally the last one, even after Spurs, which that, that stadium didn't even exist. Yeah. I just <laughs> yeah. wonder whether, again, Wolves as a team are still quite geographically and historically covered quite well. So perhaps maybe for a lot of companies, revealing Molyneux is quite a big deal. So I'm not. I'm trying to even take take your, your Wolves fan rose tinted glasses off this. I mean, Cardiff have got quite a big big following. Mm. They are literally the only Wales club apart from Swansea. <laughs> So they're one of two Wales clubs, yeah. basically. So I, you'd imagine their following is big enough that a reveal would have been They've got warranted. internet in like Wales, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> They've got more sheep than megabits. You could say. That sounds like a stat. <laughs> <laughs> two, oh, two, dear, one dear. Are we all? Are we all? We're all looking forward to it then, surely. Yeah, it, it yeah. actually looks, joking apart, it looks better than half the stadiums in the game. Just the detailing, it looks completely different to some of the others. I mean, Cardiff, it's a generic bowl with them big Sony windows in the corner. What's uh, the first game people are going to use Wolves for? Are you going to have a go-to game straight away, or are you just going to... You've got to have kick-off first, are you? Yeah. You've got to have a go. What is the first game we've always going to have at Molyneux, then, gentlemen? Probably probably Wolves-Villa. Yeah. It, it, also, it normally defaults to Albion, though, it normally. Yeah. It will be Wolves-Albion, Albion on the lowest setting... <laughs> And I'm gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, no, not good on the, the good on the demo. The demo was too easy. If you tried the um, the new uh, shooting mechanics, mm. t- too easy on. You have to ranch it up a bit. We're gonna talk Berlin in a sec, but Sue, just a couple of gaming questions from the last podcast. Spider Man Four, it's not Spider Man Four, just Spider Man. Marvel Spider Man. Marvel Spider Man. Very good things are here. Excellent. Still happy with it. I mean, I, I, I've played the first. It's two one into, by the way. Um, <laughs> just for a bit of context of when we're recording this. Um, yeah, it's. I've played the first mission that you have to play with against Fisk, and um, that's Fisk, and um, <laughs> then you, it kind of opens up a bit, and you can kind of. It's a traditional open world thing, kind of like mm. Assassin's Creed and Far Cry and all the rest of them. I've spent six hours just collecting backpacks and that's fun. towers and stuff like that. I haven't even gone to the second mission yet because it's just too much fun. It's brilliant. I've, uh, I've finished cool. already. Are you finished already? I finished the whole game already. I just played it solidly over a, I think the weekend. These students, students. <laughs> students yeah. honestly, I can barely play two games on FIFA nowadays before I'm bored. Um, are you still crying over the fact that no one's buying pairs? People are missing out. I said it all They're not missing out. People yeah. have realised that nobody buys pairs. I'll buy it. I'm, me and my brother will buy it, and that'll be it. <laughs> but with the, with the option file, it's uh, apparently it only takes three minutes this year, Not eight or eight hours, like it did a few years mm. ago. But the gameplay is better on Pezzi, always has been, always will be. But Molyneux in FIFA, so that's going to be the yeah, populist just, just Are we even called Wolves on Pez, or are we like West Midlands Gold or something? Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> WM Gold. WM Gold, fair Right, before we get on to Burley, Jake, you look like a man who would like some logos in your life. Is that true? Yes. Of course he does, because you should look no further it's a sponsorship thing. Just, 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 just so you're not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared. Uh, you should look no further than Pixel Yeti Media, one of our partners. If you're looking for a web design or your business needs a new logo or a bit of marketing, uh, go and check them out. They're not just web designers. They're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites, brochures, signage to marketing, logo design and branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. Well done. You passed the test. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Burnley now, gentlemen. And Wolves got a 1-0 win on Sunday with a Jimenez goal. And gentlemen, was this the most one-sided 1-0 victory in in Premier League recent history? I'm not going to say all history because someone's <laughs> going to make out there's been another 
obvious result. What do we all think? It was a shellacking yeah. of the host, Tim Spears' order. It was just ridiculous, wasn't it? There were, I mean, it, I know when we, I said a couple of weeks ago how bad West Ham were against us, but I'm starting to think now that it's we're making teams look bad against us because we are so good. Mm. You can't have 30 shots and not be a decent side. We just class, and <laughs> if we could, if we could actually finish, that could have been five, six, seven. If it wasn't for Joe Hart, who had the game. Best game in half a decade. It would have been a ridiculous scoreline. We were just... I was standing there, open mouth for the whole game. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's dreamland. Dan, how good of a display was that? We were, we were brilliant, weren't we? Just from start to finish. Apart from that one chance that went across our box. Which just showed yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. to do. It was just tra- training ground catches, back passes. <clears throat> the the passing and the movement was, was similar to last season where we was... I don't think we even got out of second gear on Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Sorry, Sunday afternoon, whatever. <laughs> one so, of them. Yeah, one, one of them. them. We the passing and the movement. The what? The one thing that stood out to me. Do you know, Jimenez had a throw in in the top of the north bank, and he literally volleyed the ball to Doherty from that corner. <laughs> I was like, would you? You never have seen Leon Clark or anyone else even attempt to do a thing like that. But Bolly was doing it as well. Bolly, Bolly was hitting him on half volleys to like 50, 60 yards and getting to feet. It was it was almost as impressive as um, the last time we played like that was at Brentford at home last season when we beat them 3-0 and that was a complete performance altogether in that second half and I was trying to think of anything even remotely similar and that's the only thing I can think of because it was total. it was ridiculous Benetton Bolly was in like left wing and right wing positions at times <laughs> we, we had our defence was that high up on them Bolly was taking people on on the halfway <laughs> line and, and beating them. I don't know how. It's, I said it last season. He's this, probably the slowest man to drop a shoulder and it's always <laughs> and it's always successful. Jake, what were your initial thoughts post game on that? Uh, same as these guys. I thought we were superb. Um, again, with the finishing, I just feel like I mean they said it. I was listening to Talk Sport yesterday. I don't know whether any of you yeah. heard, but where they said if we had a top class striker we'd be in the top four mm. which I don't personally agree I think top four is a bit much mm. but if we had a proven striker yesterday we'd have won three or four nil comfortably we could have been three or four up at half time it was just a whitewashing but I mean I like Jimenez and I rate him because he works hard but I mean he even scuffed his goal yeah he didn't strike the ball how he wanted to strike the ball he, he plays it, through the ball and it scuffs to the left. I mean, it's a great finish, mm. but I, 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 he scuffed it from what I can see. Yeah, because when you watch it back, it does feel like a, has he meant that or is it yeah. just kind of... If he meant it, g- he wouldn't be playing for us. He'd still be at Benfica <laughs> and he'd have scored 30 goals for them. I think that, that's the thing with him, though, because he, he, he was always off the bench. He's never started and mm. he's, got, he's got two in five as a starter already. Yeah. And that he might looked, have been, he looked tired. Yeah. And that might yeah. have been the appeal of... Um, Coming here for him, maybe you know from Mendes as well that you know he was probably told you are going to be a start, you're not going to be on the bench anymore. And also he just come back from from South America. He didn't play in their second game. Yeah, he got early. So so match of the day was saying that he had a an injury coming back. That was that was all that was all fake news. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) All all the European Mexican players got sent home for the second game. Ah, right. So they've just put two and two together as always and. But they, uh, they all got sent back. So, you know, we talked about Wolves being good. So, was it the case that Wolves were just good? Burnley were really bad or a mixture of both? More the case of that we were good, I think, this time. 
Mm. Um, again, <laughs> revert to West Ham. West Ham were pathetic against us. They didn't even try. Against Everton, they did. And they got a result and they beat them. Burnley, I don't. I can't see how Burnley could have stepped it up against us. Because like, we were in second, third gear at times and we were comfortably better than them. Easily. They didn't, they didn't have any other sort of objective apart from to go along against like, Benny and Cody. Yeah. I mean, so what else could they have changed? Goodmanson is a, is a decent player. But in general, they're... They're going to struggle this season unless it's, they get it, some it's energy It's a one-off back. game in, in respects, but it just surprised you. This is a Burnley side who finished seventh last season, who are very organised and it's very difficult to break down. And Wolves just kind of collided through them so many but times. It does show you how bad the Premier League was last year. If they if they're finishing up there where they <clears> where they were, in West Ham were comfortably mid-table last season towards the end after Moyes mm-hmm. had saved them. Again, no great shakes so far. Everton, they haven't really got going yet either even though they were, we got a point against them I think last season Premier League was I think I don't think we can even judge it anymore I think it's just a, a complete reset because last year was some strange stuff going on obviously Albion were awful and they deserved to go down um, <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that there was some weird anomalies there and Burnley were not I don't see how they were top seven apart from being organised and Stoke-like and being functional that's their what home, they are their home form helped them a lot yeah and mm. Like I said in the in the in the WhatsApp group, which was our feature before the rambles. Um, yeah, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast, so we can't really <laughs> claim that. Go on. That uh, <laughs> he seems to have got away with this uh, Warnock Pulis type football, where it's just functional rubbish. Just because he's young and he sounds a bit like me with a bad throat, is and he's English. He's got away with it for too long. And why would why would you swap Nuno for? Sean Dyche no of course you wouldn't because it's boring and it's rubbish it's not good enough anymore and we, we taught him a footballing lesson it's, it's almost like a moral victory isn't it because yeah. football was the football real was winner, winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one suggested swapping Nuno for Dyche ever sure somebody has on Twitter <laughs> yeah. somebody has I done that <laughs> when we lost probably to Villa last year someone just said oh we need a it's probably proper Alex. manager <laughs> um, Jake mentioned it just before but what's the annoying thing about this result then the the clinical finishing, that yeah. you know te- technically we've you could argue Leicester maybe to an extent, but there were so many chances and the shots themselves weren't the greatest. I mean Doty's chance on the one on one. I know Doty's not you know a striker, but was quite poor. Bonatini's near the end used the wrong foot. That <laughs> scuffy in the first half we had three of those chances. Johnny's chance in that thing. Um, I'm sure Jimenez had a chance in that as well. They just felt a bit weak. At times, I don't know what everyone's. It's nitpicking, though, isn't it? Really, I mean, not one point in that game. Even when the ball went across the box, did I feel worried? I'm and not overly concerned because someone's going to get a paste in. We said this last season, didn't we? When we were struggling to finish off games like mm. one or two, now someone's going to get a paste in. Because it felt there was times in the second half where I just I was sitting there. Th- we got the goal, which was obviously relieved, but there was times where I was thinking we need to kill this off because I wouldn't be surprised. Typical, fo- typical football. That Burnley would just go and well, yeah. equalise, and and that would just ruin what was a fantastic performance. But my opposition in my draft fantasy league last week needed Goodmanson to to score to beat me. So when he had lined up that free kick at the end, I thought, here we go. Just the same. We should have cl- cl- uh, finished off the game longer be- before we did. But I'm telling you, someone's gonna get a pasty, <laughs> and Man United could be the one <laughs> because they ain't, we ain't going to Man United to put everyone behind the ball, are we? 
And if you watch the Watford Man United game, Watford had some chances towards the end once they actually had a go. But Watford De Gea, De Gea saved Watford them again. at home, weren't they? For yeah. That? Okay. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that game Sorry. in interviews on this. <laughs> Always jumping forward. Uh, Jake, uh, Joe Hart had a blinder first half, didn't he? He'll be in the England squad if he carries on like that. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think we helped him because I mean, Jimenez, the the all the scuffle, Jimenez hit it straight at him, and then. Johnny basically again hit his. If we had a left footed left back, Johnny would have scored yeah. that. Like said Barry Douglas or someone. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think we, we made it easy for him. We didn't have to make any world like worldy saves no, yeah. per se. You said that didn't you, Dave? Um, yeah. But he didn't really like we said. He didn't, he didn't make any worldy saves. No, no yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean if if, it's, if the ball's coming straight at him, it's it's not. I mean we've already seen two saves of the season from Patricio already. The one from Sterling, yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's against City, and the yeah. one against uh, for Antonio against West Ham, yeah, yeah. the face, yeah, the face save, yeah. Oh no, the one I'm no, talking no, about no. the one where he lobs it oh, over. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh next, okay. which was the face one. Yeah. It? So so you know, I I think we made it easy for Joe Hart. Did he give a kid his shorts? Yeah, why shorts? Like, he swapped his shirts with Patri- uh, with Patricia. That's why. Oh, it goes like a normal fair. person. Maybe he likes the shorts. Well, the head and shoulders ads have dried up, so he's still <laughs> well, hold on to him. Well, the head and shoulders adverts. Look at the state of his hair. I know. He's, he's, he's almost worse than Dan. <laughs> it's true. It's a cheap, it's a cheap shot. It's cheap, a cheap shot, but it's true. I've got no defence to it. Uh, time will come, Steve. Let's talk about hair is long. Uh, let's talk about good performances because it's 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 rare. Well, where do you st- where do you start with good performances? Really, where do you start? I've I've noted four to help us, Bolly. Johnny, Doc, and Matini, and obviously uh, Doherty got the uh, the man of the match. But what's what's nice about Doherty getting man of the match is uh, again a lot of this emphasis in the media has been the Portuguese stars, and it's people forgetting that there is this British influence who are just as important, who have just been as impressive this season. Yeah, I mean, England's number five to be will happen. He was class again. He doesn't put a foot wrong at all. People weren't happy with the old Ryan Bennett. And comment, yeah, but look they? what's happening. Every you look at it every day now. People are saying, "Oh, Cody and Bennett, why why can't they be called up for England?" I was a pioneer again, and I got shot down. And it's not even a joke anymore because he's he's consistently good every week. He doesn't put a foot wrong. His shirt, his shirt he's still tucked in. <laughs> all he needs is a goal like Harry Maguire. It's all he needs is one goal to make people think he's better than he is. Bristol, <laughs> Bristol away last year. Yeah, exactly. You put that on a highlight reel. Yeah, it'll be straight up. Was his shirt still tucked in when he did the Bristol City goal? Of course he was. When Immaculately. He's, <laughs> he's got one of them like brace things on underneath, I'm telling you. <laughs> or suspenders, but for his shirt. <laughs> exactly, yeah, then. Um, so, yeah, Dota did really well. But any, any, I mean, for me, it was a chance for me to really properly watch Matinho. And he just. So easy for him. It was best just play unbelievable. Best play we've ever had. Matinho this season will be like never. Like, last season where we have to exclude him from many of the matches because he's literally that good <laughs> Yeah, he's literally that good you know, I, you know, I said Sunday night there that my man of the match was Johnny I thought he was absolutely classy mm. so he was brilliant apart from the, the, his, his miss which was it, it wasn't Joe Hart that actually saved it no, no it was it cleared no, off the line, yeah, yeah. line. so I mean like, Joe Hart's going the wrong way it wasn't a bad finish theoretically no, it just it could have been well, a lot it's always better. a bad fish yeah. didn't it could, have been, it could have been it really swung in that shot didn't it it could have been right yeah. to the left hand that's side that's the problem he's got with him being naturally right footed though isn't it oh, he's a superb dribbler of the ball for a defender yeah he, he sometimes looked like a winger when he was out there he reminds me of me to be honest <laughs> small low sense of gravity he never gives the ball away he's quite, he's quite stocky as well he? yeah, yeah. 
He, but he can shift. He seems to have this knack, which I've seen with a few players this season, where we've um, you're getting scared by the outside. That <laughs> <laughs> light's blind. Uh, I thought it was like a moth at the window tra- trying to attack you. It's Graham. <laughs> <laughs> um, he seems to have this ability um, to just literally nick the ball, just really quickly nick it, and then <clears> run away with it. I think he's up, he's in like the top most interceptions in the league so far. I think that's a I'm being genuine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing about Grant. That's good there. <laughs> I think he's like he's really good at intercepting. He's good at nicking the ball off players because he knows how small he is. That was one of my biggest worries. I went to the, the Derby pre-season game and I thought bloody hell, he's the same height as me. Being exaggerative to myself, but he is very small for a fullback. When you you think yeah. today, he's never knows. I mean, we always said Scott Goldborn was too small to be a fullback, and he's smaller than him. Yeah, that's why he calmed his hair up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get a bit of height, but I, the side isn't that big. I mean, you got him. I mean, Martinez's not very big either. Um, so you got you got them two, and then you. But Bolly's big enough for him. Then, then you got the Lander Giants at the back. Yeah. Bolly could have scored a wonderful goal in the first half. That was fantastic. Yeah. It reminded me of Chris Uwalumo against Blackpool. Was it? Chest it down, and then literally volleyed it on the, the step back. Is it Blackpool or Preston? Mm. Well, he was in, he was I think in Preston. Preston rings a bell with that. Yeah, it made me think of Dave Jones against uh, Stoke that free kick. No, for some reason. He got sent off against Preston after getting that trick. Did he? Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. That was a great day. Can I say Blackpool to beat you again at a quiz? <laughs> it probably is. Um, Someone who did impress me, by the way, yeah. just quickly, um, was and I was really pleased that he had a good game. Was Jota? I thought he he. Wasn't as bad as he has yeah, been, so you was, can sort of call it a good game. Um, he was better he, than he has been. It's just again that kind of final f- decision wasn't yeah, confidence. You know, a few, few mistakes. Yeah, it's confidence. It's confidence. <clears throat> when he threw on goal after that Bardi back pass, he just, he that, just shot last, last year, season. Huge. He wouldn't have even considered passing. Yeah. Let, well, last year against Villa, he breaks the goal line technology, didn't he? Just yeah. absolutely leathered it with his mm. left foot, and he would have, would have done it if he was in in yeah. form and confident. I mean, it, I I had been had it, having to go in at that point, <laughs> and then when he when he laid it off, and I thought that's. He's, the pass is behind him, mm. but after that, he did, he grew into the game. Yeah, I think I think he's acclimatised into the league because it is completely different to the championship. I don't think he's CLS anymore. I think <laughs> I think he has. Um, yeah, he's like you said, he has. He's he's gained there, but he's getting there slower than everyone else. It's just a frustrating. If thing Cavalero was fit for Man United, would you play Jota or Cavalero? Cavalero, Traore. You'd start Traore. Yeah. We'll talk about Man Sorry. United here in a bit. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, were there any bad performances? Can you single any? I know it'll be nitpicking again, but does anybody thought uh, the ref, the ref, the ref? Should have said Phil Bardsley off. And there no, we that's, go. My, that's my own. You, 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 you lot fill your boots now. You talk about our team. Jake, you said Bonatini. I've got a note on Bonatini here. So why why Bonatini? I, I I'm actually. You know, I, I don't dislike him as much as quite a lot of Wolves fans in the North Bank. Um, but you sit in the North Bank. Yeah, sorry. Do you stay there though? <laughs> what do you mean? I stand at the back. We, stay, we're right at the back. So. You stay to the end. Stay to yeah, the I end. Yeah, I stay to the end. Yeah, yeah. I've got nowhere to be. I'm a student. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, he works hard, um, and it, it's the same with Josh. I just think he's lacking confidence. You know, he's not got a league goal for us since December of 2017, mm. which you know. He'll, he'll be thinking about it, it'll be in the back of his mind all the time. And I mean, even last week at West Ham, his pass to Traore is not even that good. Traore's got to drag the ball across with his left foot to actually finish it. I, I, it's just the confidence thing. I think, I think he's yeah. void of confidence and the fans have void of confidence in him. And yeah, it's, 
You know what's going to happen as soon as he gets the ball. You know he's not going. He's not going to score. He just doesn't look like he's got any acceleration. But if you speak but, to the uh, the fancast WhatsApp group, of course, the counter argument would be that his general, which I you know I didn't really, his yeah. general play, his hold up play, is fantastic. The problem is ultimately he's a striker and people will base him on goals, and if he's not scoring, yeah. they, they they won't see that. I mean, I'd still for I would still have given him give him seven because of just his all round mm. general play and the fact that. He did come on because Jimenez was knackered again. Mm. Um, and he didn't, apart from not scoring three times, he um, he didn't do much wrong. He's At least he's there. We've had strikers in the past that are just hidden away mm. and not being asked. They've, they've done everything possible to not get in positions. Like a branch, Patalina, <laughs> we can go all through them all. Yeah. Um, but at least he's still putting himself there. Because that, that, that chance at the end, <clears throat> that, it was, put it on his left foot. It's in. I don't know whether he's right. I think. Or I, I, I mean. I think. I think. At the same time, it's it, the cross probably could have been better. Mm. And I love Traore. You know, one of my favourite signings we've ever made. But I think the cross didn't do him many favours. It was slightly behind him. Yeah. He's you know sweeping across it. And I, I actually think Bonatini is a technically better player than Jimenez. You know, Jimenez made that you know switch in the first half, which was great. But I think with his feet, Bonatini is a better player. But as you say, he's a striker that needs to score goals and he doesn't. I think the thing that stands out is you've got an, an out-and-out goal scorer or, or score for fun in Gladden and Bonatini <laughs> keeps getting picked. Exactly. Why are we not picking? Well, what, where has he got? What's he's, the he's guy got to do to get in this team? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gladden. I always thought Duckins Nazon was... I thought he was the chosen one. I mean, he had four-star skills on FIFA, so he was unbelievable. <laughs> Did you see his tweet on FIFA yesterday? No. He like he he filmed he got like the tablet out and he, he found himself on the new FIFA and his rating was sixty nine was it how he was, was sixty two when he was at Coventry last year he scored like, like a goal I think he was something like sixty two or whatever yeah and he like, literally kissed his teeth and then threw the case in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> see that's um, the sort of striker you want at your club yeah um, what were we talking about now <laughs> uh, Paul Gladden Paul Gladden oh. I could talk about that man for hours. Believe in something, even it means sacrificing everything else. <laughs> um, let's do uh, champagne man of the match, of course. The new thing this season is not working man of the match, it's champagne man of the match. So, gentlemen, who do you give your bottle of Prosecco and your uh, Waitrose caviar to for your uh, champagne man of the match? Uh, Jake, I'll go to yourself first. Um, Ryan Bennett, actually. Um, not Not because he was the best player on the pitch or because he had the best performance just because I I just he just keeps things ticking along so well mm. he just does his job so well you know I was watching him and I don't think he takes more than two touches at a time he just gets it in sideways to Bolly or sideways to Johnny and that's it or sideways to Doherty and that's it that's all he does every week and I'll I'll give it him every week are you going are you joining the Bennett for England club I'm, absolutely are you telling me he's any worse than Phil Jones like he's just Definitely, definitely better than, than Phil Jones. Well, Stu's starting a revolution here. He's got pamphlets you, you, you ready. Look at, I know he, he cleared a couple off the line, but Tarkovsky didn't impress me at all, and that's really no. the first time I've seen him live. I thought, you literally, you have played for England. How? Mm. It's a it, it's, it, it's, situation it's, again. It's, it's one of those where, it, because Burnley were doing well, they thought, oh, it's because of, obviously, this guy. and It wasn't that. I, th- I think if we finish in the top ten this year, Either he or Cody have got to be in with a shout. And, I mean, you mentioned it last week, I think, that he's 28, so it's not likely. Cody's 26, I think, so mm. could be in with a shout, potentially. 
Uh, Dan, who's your uh, your Prosecco Wolves man of the match going to? <laughs> he's just too good. We don't deserve that man. I know he's thirty-two, but he's 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 too good for us. Yeah, five million pound is a joke, and we <laughs> should be pulled up for it on the FFP because <laughs> how he's five million's ridiculous. For oh, that. We, we could have had James McLean. <laughs> Just it don't make any sense. Uh, Stu, who are you is going it, for? The fact that he aged by one year the day after Gully put that blog out about him, um, it has to be again. And what the story I will reiterate from Sunday night that I um, after my little rant that Ethan, it was unfair that he had a poster of him. I went we are referring to Matinia here. Yeah, Matinia. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I went back to the club shop on last week and bought Man City programme, so I've now got a poster of Joe Matinia in my cinema room as well. I don't fall there. Uh, I'm going to go for Doc. I thought Doc had a great game. I'm going to stick with the match of the day, pundits. They know football, so I shall agree with their opinions. You're Sitting numbered. very much on the fence there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I just want to quick mention, uh, a quick shout-out to fancastics and the Joel. Joel but Burslem. Hopefully I've said that correctly. He never uh, said it himself. No, <laughs> apologies, Joel. So me and Stu and Rich and Adam uh, met up with a listener called Joel after the game on Sunday from America. Lovely guy from Portland. Yeah, he was uh, class. Fantastic listener. But say thanks to him and you know anyone who actually wants to listen to our podcast. It was really nice. It was really nice to meet with. It's odd. I always find it odd when there's somebody from a different part of the world who... Is in Wolverhampton. Well, mainly with a with American in accent. Yeah, with American accent. But it was good. We had a good time. Yeah. Joel's a really good guy. When he's um, family, from, family from Schiffnell. Yes. Born in Canada, lives in America. And he, he knew a lot about the MLS, which I did not know. It was good to get my facts on the MLS. Yeah. What, were his, what were his opinions on Jack Price? <laughs> we never asked him, did we? No, because he's oh, a Portland no. Timber, Timber yeah. fan, isn't he? Liam Ridgewell. We did, yeah, because we were yeah, talking about. Famous was it famous kind of English players that played it in for Portland? Yeah, we were talking about the um, Timber Joe and everything and the, yeah. <clears throat> the chainsaw and all that stuff. But no, he was he was quite he was strangely enlightening for a Sunday night. I never mm. expected that. What was I was really impressed with I hadn't seen it before, the Portland Timber Timber Stadium is is a really looks like a typical English football stadium. Yeah. But he has is uh, invited us all en masse to go over there. So when we when these uh, Acast pennies come in, <laughs> look if seventy seven club can go to Colorado Rapids, we can go to Portland. Surely someone can fund that for us. Dan thinking of this. What's Dan thinking? Well, what's that? <laughs> we can't even like get us all together after the Burnley game. Yeah, well, that was your fault. We we got together. For, if somebody athlete. says he's a free trip to America, I'm sure everybody would turn up. I'll take a free trip to Benidorm to be honest. <laughs> I'll go to Benidorm any week of the year, to be honest. I wonder if we've got, if we've got any listeners in Benidorm. I'm oh, sure we have. Alicante Wolves. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Right the usual, usual right meet and greet. Usual <laughs> Anything else from Bernie that people want to mention before we move on at all? I like, uh, uh, well, I like the Luchador mask guy in South Bank. Did he have it on the whole game? I think he's had it on for a few years or different versions. <laughs> it's Yeah. Anything else from Bernie? Or are you all happy we for We haven't him? said resting yay or nay. Uh, yay. Good, well done. Yes. <laughs> See, well, yeah, you'll be. You're still old enough to. Rey Mysterio is love. Rey Mysterio is life. Yeah, you're still at an age where I can tolerate you liking yeah, wrestling. He, he, he's probably too young to even remember the attitude era. How old are you? Twenty-two. I wish I was twenty-two. <laughs> Sorry. Best years of my life, nineteen to twenty-three. Right. 
We're done with that. Picture. We're going to talk. We do Twitter corner. We're going to talk more on Man United after this. So at the weekend, Wolves travel to Old Trafford away to see Man United. Don't worry, no one's out there. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, we're going to do the quiz as usual from Dan in a bit. But firstly, Gully, a.k.a. Molly Musings, a.k.a. his number one fan, Tim Spears, uh, has given us a lowdown for the game. Tim Spears does love Molly Musings, doesn't he? Like he? Every week for the last three weeks on the ENS podcast, it's been how excellent Molly Musings is. Oh, what a great guy he is. Have they even met each other? I don't know, Goody wouldn't know that. He'll tell us in the group later on. <laughs> yes. Oh, Tim Space has been fanboying all over him, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, right, well, Goody has given us the, uh, the lowdown on Man United. As you know, Wolves are ninth in the Premier League at the moment. Um, Man United are only just above us um, in eighth, and one point separates us, and we have the same goal difference as well. Uh, last, let me get my sheet of paper right. Look at all this research I do. Uh, last five games, I mean, it's only been five you games do. in the season. Yeah, I do. Only five games this season, won three, lost two, obviously beat Watford uh, away 2-1 uh, at the weekend, and they won, uh, did they win away against Burnley or home? It was away, 2-0. Yeah. 2-0, yeah. to Burnley. Just they wore the uh, pink thing for the first time. Yes. Which is awful, horrendous. Awful shit. Haven't Barcelona got a third pink kit? Yeah, but as it's, well? it's a nice one, though. It's not like that thing. That thing just looks like it's been in, in the wash with some red socks. It's salmon. Although, pink, although the only person in the world that pink looks good on. It's Juan Because his, oh, his trainers, yeah, his, yeah. His pink boot. It, it trainers? Boots. I mean, yeah. I, I cleats. From, <laughs> from afar, it just looked like he was barefoot, but he, he yeah. could do he it. Could, he could, he he could, could play do it, yeah. Like the Hurricanes. I weren't keen on them new Adidas Predators, like the old black black and red white colourways one. You know that Adidas Predators are older than him. <laughs> are they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 1994. Oh my goodness. Man United, you know all about them, but they are a physically imposing team. Very athletic, you know, that midfield, that very gigantic midfield of Pogba and Fellaini. Matic, of course, is suspended, so people like Fred might come into his place. The team could be dictated, gentlemen, from the Champions League game. Uh, from uh, They actually play next week. Next week, yeah. So you never know what they might play. Their weakness, of course, is centre of defence. Um, you know, they're on a good run of form, but as Gully says on this report, they do look like a team that you shouldn't be fearful of is this the best time and they'll play young boys tomorrow <laughs> oh is it this week yeah okay well yeah, that's correct they've got, they've got young boys tomorrow yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I thought for a second that's probably a bit more of a blow to us if um, is this the best time to play Man United gentlemen I know it's start the season but they are they're back on form slightly but they're not at the height that they could be I mean, you don't want them on top form and you don't want them really pissed off either do you so that when they're kind of fluctuating between decent and Mourinho third season, then that's that is the best time to play them. Mm. And the way we've played in the last two games, then it's a almost a perfect opportunity to get something there. We're not going there to draw. No, no, we're not. We can't play any other way. We're not. We ain't. It's not the old Mick McCarthy will make eleven changes apart from Hanneman and try and get a, a nil nil. George Friend as well. We're not, we ain't going there to, to try and nick a 1-0 off a set piece. We're going there to play our football. Do you think their Wolves will, though, naturally play a bit deeper and go on the counter? Yeah. Not that they're going to play for the draw, but they're going to invite Man United on, nick it, and use the space, the um, the flair and the pace of Troy away, for example. This could be the game where he actually starts, because you just chip the ball at Troy, 
he just bombs it down. We're good at that. We're good at counter-attacking teams mm. because we are so quick. But they haven't got that much pace, though, really. It's not like you look at Man City and they've got pace all over the field. Pogba's not that fast, really. And I know, I know he's, he's, he's got long strides. Yeah, but he's not like Vieira-like. No. Um, but he's... They're not. Ashley Young is not a left back. If you, we need to start trial right on Saturday. Well, it depends. Sure, might be back. Maybe because he got. Yeah, no, he got concussion, didn't he? Yeah, because he got the. Um, it was on the ramble. To, on the ramble today about the, uh, the FA, uh, concussion rules. Oh, if you're yeah, a super yeah. duper health centre, you can get faster. Yeah. <laughs> but this is one of the most exciting times to play Man United. You know, like like Dan was alluded to. The years gone by, you think. We'll, sh- we'll try and shut up shop if you can get a maybe a one two nil defeat. It's a good yeah. result, but this is a chance that not only could Wolves get a, a, a point, but Wolves mm. could get three points and do it in a a dominant fashion. If we go there and rip them apart, it, it's I think that's the stage where you say, "Yeah, we've arrived now. <laughs> We're here." But it could see it's it's going back to the old Wolves mentality. We we waiting for it to go wrong, mm. and after the whole. In the 18 months of Nuno, why would it go wrong? But it'll, it'll be a real marker for the rest of the season, yeah. how yeah. it goes. Because even if we play well and lose, I'm not worried. And I don't think Wolves fans or anyone oh, no, has we... a reason to be worried. Because I, I don't think Nuno's the sort of person to try and revert to something else if mm. the plan's not. Which occasionally might go wrong, but as I say, we'll get a moral victory anyway, just for yeah. playing football. Yeah, we or could, trying we, to. We could lose 2 or 3 nil. it'll be fine. Mm. Yeah, there's going to be no aggro post game. No, I mean, like, I mean, we lost to QPR away last year, and that that was a terrible, terrible performance. But no, even then, no one was on on the back. So and if, after, even after the Villa game, yeah, I mean, that was I was there in the Villa end. It was the worst day of my life. Um, I, I mean, we were abject, but no one, I wasn't worried because I trust in yeah. God. Everyone, everyone has an off day. Yeah. Um, it's just that if our off day comes against someone like that. It could be five or six. Yeah, it could be. We could be in trouble. Do you think? But, it, do you think it was good in some ways that Wolves didn't beat Burnley five or six in the weekend because it could have been a different mentality going to the game, and then if the result didn't go our way, <laughs> the fan mentality might have been opposite. If you see what I mean. I don't think it matters because all the people who get overexcited haven't can't get tickets now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so the, the only ones people with tickets now are people who've who've been. Who were there last season, and then as a consequence, were there the year before because of loyalty points. So all the all the hypers and all the chaos can't get in, so they can't influence all this nonsense of oh yeah, we we better than everyone in the world. That's why Man United have got a great way of following because they're hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah, And that's why I'm hardcore. <laughs> two two second season, I've another way season to get I'm hardcore now. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, and I jumped on the bandwagon before they closed off the back the away season. <laughs> um, thoughts on Jose Mourinho, gentlemen? Third season now at Man United. People already suggesting that this could be the beginning of the end. Zidane, he's at the door already to take that job. Is this the end of? Is this the beginning of the end for Mourinho? Do you he's lost his mojo for me. Mm. He's just lost all his swagger. It's like that. There's always that um, stigma of the, the third season syndrome we've been yeah, where yeah. he mentally just kills the players off and the struggle to play for him. Pogba's got that much of an ego that I think Mourinho can't control him. I think he's a bit of a bellend, really, Pogba. <laughs> uh, I think I'd, I'd, for all, all the money in the world, I wouldn't have him in the team. 
the talent of the years. He was the perfect signing for Man United because not only is he is he a good footballer, he's a a shirt seller. He's a shirt seller priest. The kids all love the, doing the dabbing and everything else that he does. He's a marketing dream. Did you see that video of that bloke on the, the train platform with the oh, United players? Yeah, yeah. And literally Pogba's in the background just dancing on the platform. Everyone else is like, seriously, he's going to kick off and Pogba's just dancing on the platform. He's he's he's, he's bought into his own high Pogba has and winning the World Cup's going to do that as well. But I mean, he was great in the World Cup, but I mean, he's a very, very good player, but I, I agree. He's, he's not he's consistent enough in there. No, and his attitude poor. His attitude really poor. I, I feel like he, he he would be the first to blame others. Yeah, and he has his, his down tools and started pointing and oh, it's all your fault. He's, yeah. he's, that's happened this season already, yeah. and he won the World Cup in the summer. So if you if you like that now, after you've won the biggest thing of all, then you need to sort yourself out. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to listen to this and change his ways. Back to Mourinho. I we all think <laughs> I think he's a relic of a bygone age. Mm. Because he was, you know, he was like if you look at Pep now, he was in time the Pep of a decade ago. He yeah, was, that was fourteen new, years ago. That's what I mean. He, he was this Chelsea. new kind of different kind of manager with that swag, and now he, he, it's just like football's killing him a bit. Like he needs that. He his, almost is, his swag is. He looks haggard. now. He needs a break. He almost like needs to do what it was after Bayern. Pep had a sabbatical year. Yeah, he went to learn English in America. Yeah. <laughs> but you would think that why not? Maybe does he need that a bit of a break? To, Find that love of football again. I mean, if you if you remember on um, the old Satanta on a, on um, oh, good old Satanta. Satanta Sport. Do you remember Satanta Sport, Jake? No. <sighs> they had, um... Do you remember ITV Digital? Do you remember <laughs> Wolves playing ITV Digital? Nope. Jesus, I'm old. <laughs> ITV Digital was '99. I remember like being Port, Portsmouth. I've, I've got VHS video still, and I um I printed. Of course I did. I printed off the little labels and tagged them all. So when we beat Portsmouth in Akin Boy. Rips them apart. Yeah. I've got that on VHS. We could, we could put that on there, DVD and sell it. <laughs> Fancast merch. Redbubble.com. Um, what was it even about? I don't remember now. Do you want oh, to... yeah, Satanta. Yeah. On Satanta, they used to have they had a, a puppet show that took the piss out of you on Sky Sports, and they had a puppet of Jose Mourinho because he was the most, the swagger and the suave and everything, and he had puppet friends with Rooney and all this stuff. You do that now, and you thinking well you might as well just put the John Major thing from the spitting image in there because he's just he's hey, a comp- do you know that yeah I know spitting image John, John Major though yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm dating, of course yeah, he I'm does did you study politics at uni no did you study at uni business oh fair enough it's all saying me I'm going to get into you now I ain't a lock in this age gap making me feel old but it, it is he's just a completely different person to what he was when he first came in the yeah, Premier League yeah. and has he adapted no he hasn't and I think that's his problem He's, he's, he's becoming the new Wenger. Yeah, it's he's lost his swagger. Sad. The football's changed from when he what, fourteen years ago. I think the problem at United, he hasn't got winners like Lampard, Terry, Drogba, and all the other players he had at Real Madrid and yeah. Inter Milan. He's got too, there's too many egos. Alexis Sanchez's got an ego. Yeah, Pogba's probably got the biggest ego in football now. And you got Chris Smalling with that strange spider oh. on his head. Whatever that was all about. I still have moments where I wish I had hair, but then, but there's people out there with hair like that. I feel like they're, they're ruining oh, it for you. Yeah, they're just uh, they're wasting the life. Let's talk about the team. Do <laughs> we talk about the team of the week? And then Nuno has kept the same starting eleven for all his league games so far. Is this the moment that he makes a change, or do you keep that same starting eleven for Manchester United? Or he'll he'll keep the same team. Yeah. My question is, 
what's happened to Dendonka? Like, he's not even made the bench, but he played a full 90 minutes in the cup. He did okay as well. It's yeah. Wins. He played but, well. like, surely as a bench, like, a bench option, he's better than Courtney Hawes at the moment. If we've signed him and he was in the Belgium squad mm. for the World Cup. I think the only thing, Nia probably just, just doesn't want to upset the apple cart because it would be unfair to drop probably Horse or I mean Sice would probably be the other one who you could justify dropping from the subs bench but they haven't really done anything wrong because they've never had a chance yeah but at the same time you pay well, so mean, we potentially £12 then, million pound for a player you, you've almost got to put him on the bench we've Unless got, he's still we've got the money now we can pay whatever <laughs> yeah. we want and we've paid 18 million quid for an impact sub so. yeah basically maybe Nino's still a bit unsure where he wants to play him yeah, because I, I can't see him dislodging Martino or Neves. And, I mean, the only person he could have dislodged at the start of the season would be Bennett. But yeah. he's just not going to take Bennett out of that back three at the yeah, moment. Show him what happened when he bought Sais in for Bennett in pre-season. It just didn't work. Sais mm-hmm. is just the, not The rhythm of defender. our play doesn't work without Bennett at right centre-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're saying no changes from Jake, Dan? No. Will he make a change? Will he be I've, the Troy? I've spent all this episode saying that we've got to start a Troy right? but then that would mean Jota or Costa would have to be on the bench, mm. and then that would damage my fantasy football team. So, <laughs> based on that, I'm going. Uh, yeah, you're not going to change. No, Troy or for Costa. Troy for Costa. I'm, I'm, it's, it's for the best. I'm liking Troy's hair, by the way. Uh, only, a pl- only a player <laughs> that quick with his ability could get away with that hair. It looks like a carpet, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, Stu, it's almost like a carpet with all the all the other podcasts in the world are sponsored by the Aladdin Theatre Show. Oh yeah, um, uh, we're not, are we? I don't know. Someone tell us. <laughs> Someone tell Someone's us. It. Right, um, line up. <laughs> Is he going to change it, Stu? Of course, no, no. You'll keep it the same. Exactly the same. Unless there's kind of any niggles midweek, he ain't going to change it. There's no need to. Even even how because. However much I've slagged Jotter off so far this season, against Man City he did play well. He did hold the line and he did his actual, he did a holding job well. He wasn't that good going forward, but for what he had, what he actually had to do that game, he did it well. And I can see the same kind of thing against the other Manchester team. Mm. As long as Wolves can sort out that clinical finishing, is this a game that Wolves can win, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah, of course it is. At any game this season is a game Wolves can win. I'm not like, saying we're going to, I'm yeah. just saying we could win any. And with the Traore thing, I feel like starting him is a risk because defensively he's not as... I don't think he understands the shape yet. Mm. When he comes on, it's so obvious that he doesn't quite know where he yeah, should be. He seemed really deep. Yeah, and, Sunday, and really probably. narrow. Yeah, yeah. You know, like You've got the left-back running on the overlap and just one would assume that a right-winger should know that you've yeah. got to follow him and he was just sort of a bit stationary. But, I mean... I'm happy with him coming on in the 60th minute and having one job, and that is get the ball and run, because mm. uh, he does it very well. So, let's do predictions, gentlemen. How are you feeling at Tuesday for Manchester United versus Wolves? I like your score predictions, Stu. How are you feeling right now? What do you got telling you? Hmm. Oh. Another 1-0 one win. 1-0 one win. 1-0 win again. 1-0 win. Dan, how are you feeling right now? 3-1 either way. Okay, that's. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to limit you to one. I don't <laughs> like predict, you know, I don't like predicting Wolves to win. I hate it because it always. Jing- I don't like. Yeah, we did against West Ham though. Won that one. Did I say? Was I don't it? know what you said, but we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like doing it. So I'm going to say three-one Wolves, and if it's more, we ain't going to win anyway because I'm going. Yeah, but I'm not. So you might, you might count bands. 
my away <laughs> record last season, I went to like six or seven away games. I've only seen us win once last season. Last, I was going to say, those are really the only games we didn't win. Barnsley, QPR, <laughs> Preston, Villa. Fulham? Fulham. <laughs> and Birmingham City was the only away games that I went to. I mean, I was in the a Villa end. The thing is, I was in the Villa end that had the fan cam. So oh, okay. I, I rewatched it with my friends, and obviously I'm just stood still, and everyone around me's <laughs> limbs, and it was worst day of my life. What are you going for, Jay, for uh, Man United Wolves? We can't score, but they can't defend, and I think our defence is good enough. So I'm going to go for a solid nil-nil. It's a nice neutral way to start off. Yeah, Take that. I'm going to go for a two-one win for Wolves. <gasps> you listen to all the podcasts. <laughs> I've been quite positive the last few weeks. That is going to change. <laughs> you know how you were doing that? It's almost like you were going to say fight and win. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. Right, before we get to Twitter Corner, it is of course time for Dan's quiz. Dan, for the, quiz now, the quiz master is here. It's a Man United versus Wolves quiz, hopefully. Is that still the trend? Yes. Good. So, uh, Dan always has a quiz on the opposition, and it's everybody against each other on the podcast. Um, now, I think I actually won the quiz last time. And I should have retired. You did, yeah. One one question, right? yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest way to win. Um, and I should have retired that point because I'm terrible at quizzes. So it's myself versus Stu versus Jake. How many questions, Dan? The usual six. The usual six. Take it away, Dan. Seven. <laughs> Seven, okay. Right, go on, break. Right. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't know how, how young he was. You might be a bit too young for this one. I can guess. In the 1994. <laughs> I wasn't born. Pre season. <laughs> Wolves played out a 2 1 defeat to reigning champions Man United. Steve Ball, Lobster Michael, do you remember, Stu? Mm-hmm. Who equalised for Man United that game? Gary Pallister. I don't even remember this game. I would have been seven. 94 so, days. So yeah. I think the United players around 94. Still, I would have been seven. Uh, <laughs> At least you were born. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Pallister. Oh, you said Pallister. Just, um, There's two for Pallister. <laughs> now, what are you going for? Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp, Jake. Giggs. Gigs. The answer was Paul Ince. Paul Ince? Oh. Well, I never. Right, next question. Nil nil. All so, right. when did he get to. He went into Milan. 95, 96. Yeah, season, the year after. Yeah. yeah. So, three nils. As per last week's FIFA announcement that Wolves will be leaving Ivy Lane to return to Molyneux, what was the name of Old Trafford and Pro Evolution Soccer 2? Oh, you can come blast. <laughs> uh. Oh, I've got no idea. Um, ancient ground. <laughs> New trough. <laughs> Tradbrick. Tradbrick Stadium. Tradbrick Stadium. Oh. I wouldn't know. I mean, that's impossible. So, Stu takes, <laughs> takes the lead. One nil to one. This is where I come to the forefront of the pod. In Wolves, first Premier League fixture with Man United, we lost 1 0 due to an early John O'Shea goal. But who was our one and only substitute that came on that day? Oh, for God's sake. One and only substitute? Yeah, we only made one sub. Andy Keogh. This is 2003. Never mind. <laughs> I'll give you uh, another go. 2003. I'm just going to uh, blindly shot in the dark with Everson. I watched, I watched this game in the, um, in the Minerva. Um, no, no, the milestone of all places. On the border of uh, Willingham. 
Henry Kamara. Oh, when? That's why we lost. Yeah, Henry, <laughs> Henry Kamara missed that one at the end. Dave. He missed about three one and ones that night. Yeah. Um, Cameron? I literally couldn't think of anyone in all that time. That is embarrassing. So you, 2003, you I was four, five, six, I was seven, eight. Uh, I mean, it's not Keo. Jody Craddock. You're going to kick yourself? It was Silas. Oh, Silas. Right. We're Next on. question. Penultimate question now? No, this is just... This Three more after this. Okay, go on. Silas has had more mentions this season than ever before. In January 2006, how old were you then, Jake? (laughs) (laughs) Maths. Ten. In January 2006, Wolves lost 3-0 at home to Man United in the fourth round of the FA Cup. But who did we beat in the third round? Jeez. What year, sorry? 2006. 2005-2006 season. That's not I'm going to say Plymouth. Leicester? Southampton. The correct answer was Plymouth. Oh, what a guess. <laughs> 1-0. What a guess. This is what I like doing. Shots in the dark. Is that, Sub. Is that Plymouth? That was Plymouth away, was he? I'm almost certain you guessed Plymouth on the last podcast. I listened to it I think it's my today. standard answer. You should answer. Plymouth. Yeah. yeah. My default so the answer. Sub, the sub question of It's like Carl is... Pilkerton. Doesn't he just say eggs to every question sometimes as well? Go on. Who scored the winner that day for Wolves? Are we against Plymouth? Yes. It's currently one all. <sighs> Come on, David. In 2006? Yeah. I know when we played Plymouth at the first game of the season, that was uh, Kevin O'Connor was captain. <laughs> Kevin O'Connor. <laughs> um, oh, the American guy with the dreadlocks. Jamal Johnson? Yeah. So you're going for Jamal Johnson. Yep. Just to try and even out, I also will go for Jamal Johnson. Jody Craddock. <laughs> correct answer was Leon Clark. Oh, Leon oh Clark. no way. So, we've got a tiebreaker here. Here we go. Come on, Dave. Well, there's a question, and if you both get it right, then it'll go to a tiebreak. Okay, okay, go on. You can still steal it, to be fair, Jake, but... Unlikely. Really my got, form so far. The answer's make... not Jody Craddock, so I'm thinking <laughs> be on it the, could uh... be the ultimate tiebreaker. Right, to Dan, go on. On Twitter, our very own Wolves lovely Susie Perry mm. follows Man United fan Mick Hucknell's band Simply Red. But who has the most followers on Twitter, Susie Perry or Simply Red? It's a good question. Well researched. Susie Perry's got all the bikers, eh? She's home. And Simply Red. Did you hear about Mick Hucknall getting done for touching that rabbit? He's <laughs> <laughs> holding it by the ears. Holding back the ears. <laughs> well, you done. Think you're well done. Simply Red. Something. Have you ever heard a Simply Red song? Uh, I couldn't tell you which one there. <laughs> Fairground? No. But I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Simply Wed or Susie Perry? I'd say Susie Perry, but Mick Hucknall's probably got more on his own. I'd, I did have to search this, that Mick Hucknall hasn't got an official Twitter page. So, yeah, so it's the Simply Red official Simply Twitter. Red is a verified Twitter page. So I'd say okay. Susie Perry then. Jake? I'd say Simply Red. I want to say Simply Red as well, just to help balance it out. The correct answer is Susie Perry. This week's winner is Stuart. Well done, Stu. Susie Perry has 354,000 followers. Of course she does. Simply Red has 65,000. Oh, I'm disappointed on Simply Red's front. 
I don't know what old I know that's that's the problem. Is that how many followers has Rod Stewart got? Just out of curiosity. Couldn't tell you. You got the information device. <laughs> You've got the mini computer. <laughs> right. Eight what, million. That, we didn't mention that though. The Rod Stewart geek at Monoyu. First time since two thousand and three, was it? Yeah, you you go into you? Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Section done. <laughs> right, um, we're going to do the final bit of the podcast, which is Twitter Corner. Uh, you send us your questions, we try and answer them as best we can. Um, and you can email us, podcast at wallsfancast.com as well. Gentlemen, Robbie Tinsley starts us off with, um, would you move Troyway into a starting eleven or keep him as an impact sub? We've, we've kind of, we keep going back and forth. What's your preferred Troyway, starting eleven or sub? Well, we haven't seen him start yet, so you just keep what you know. It's working at the minute, so... Impacts of impacts of Dan. I want to see him moulded into a centre forward. So like, you want like they do with Terry on run. So starting, you want him to start. Yeah, up front. Be wasted, though, wouldn't he? You don't know, do you? Well, well, you just said to me, nigga. We asked him start, so we asked well, him to play up front. Never, no, no Stuart. It's my turn to answer the question. <laughs> you had your turn. I want him up front. <laughs> Jake, which it's one? Impact up. In fact, I'm going for impact up as well. Oh, sorry, Dan. No, it's 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 a sensible answer. I'm, I'm just not sensible. <laughs> well, what's on the watch? The Villa fans ringing. <laughs> Are your phones actually? Oh, yeah, your watch is actually ringing. Yeah. I never actually knew you could do that <laughs> until you know, now. You, you know, you can actually answer it and talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, not, not that sad. I was going to say like that wow. doesn't look quite as cool. He's got Michael Knight on He's not the apprentice. Have you seen, seen Night Rider? I know of Knight Rider. I've <sighs> never seen a show. We were old. Just get I mean, when was Knight Rider? Eighty-seven. You would have seen re- reruns of oh, gold. I would have seen. Uh, yeah. It was Knight Rider two thousand six as well. Next question. Uh, Chris uh, says, "When was the last time you went or, or saw players being booed off at half or full time? Last game you remember when that happened?" Wigan. Wigan at home when we lost one nil in under Lambert. Um, I'm sure there was even a time last season when we were, probably, we were actually probably booed half time as odd as that sounds mm. yeah I, it never happened under Zenga that I can remember anyway Barnsley at home we got booed off when we lost 4-0 at home yeah, he, went, he went gung off in Kiadlog yeah, high off a right wing or some. I can't remember <laughs> what he went to a back three with high off in I think and we lost 4-0 Tom Bradshaw got two, I think. I'd say how bad we was. <laughs> Did you know Adam Hamill get one as well that day? Yeah, yeah. correct, David. Look at that. I don't. I can't because everything's so good. I can't remember. I'm trying to think if if there was a bit of unrest at, at QPR, but like I said earlier, I don't think there was. And that even the times when it could have happened was QPR and Villa, and it didn't by the time. Yeah, there wasn't any booing at QPR. So I I can't remember. We can't remember. No, it's a question. <laughs> uh, David Landucci, Landucci, hopefully I've said that right, says, who's the best goal-scoring link-up play striker we could possibly bring in in January? Andre Silva. That's who. <laughs> I think this whole thing of trying to buy a 20-goal striker doesn't really exist because it's such a rare commodity to try and get in the Premier League. We're not not, just, we're not, not in January anymore. Yeah. We're just not going to buy a striker. We, we didn't buy that one last year. We, if we haven't bought, well, we bought him and Priest. We're not going to buy an internet striker because that's not how we play. And how many link up players really are there? We very, we very much play the Spain model, don't we? Of yeah. the, the, the attacking midfielders. So I, I can't, I can't see anything in January either. 
So it'll, it'll be someone Who's that we... Who's going to sell a, a top quality striker in January? Just... Unless you get to somewhere like Brazil or somewhere like that, where... You get like a Richarlison get, or something. Yeah, you're going to get take a, a punt on someone. Or either that or we go and just give Defoe a six-month contract or something <laughs> and just say, if you've still got any legs, yeah. give it a go. I mean, as an impact player, he's as good as Bonatini, probably. Uh, Paul Loppage, uh, who do you think will be the first Wolves players to get sent off this season? Sice, even though he's not even playing. <laughs> <laughs> just from the bench. From the bench. He'll come on. <laughs> Cody um, for being last man again like Sheffield United. Yeah, mm. never. He's gonna lose it at some point. And you, mm. He's always got that edge to him anyway. Like the, the Middlesbrough game. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say. But everyone else seems to be pretty calm. Really, there don't seem to be any hot-headed players in that team. I mean, Doherty's looks like he can go off as he has in the mm. past. But yeah, I'd say Nevis. Uh, Russ has brought up the um, fridge sources debate once again, gentlemen. Uh, saying, why would you put anything in the fridge that doesn't get preserved by it being cold? For example, you don't put crisps in the fridge. You can put crisps in the fridge, are they? They're supposed to be quite nice. Cool. This is the, you put dip for crisps in the fridge. You never put crisps in the fridge. But although you do put chocolate in the fridge in the summer, like I said before. But you could put chocolate in the fridge all year round. Yeah, but then it's hard and there's no need, is there? Unless you've got a really hot house like this place. <laughs> People Dan's were, giving up the world I to had live. A, I had a glass of pop before I went to bed the other night. And instead of chucking it down the sink at the end of the night, I put it in the fridge, like still in the glass. So it was still like stale the next day. But do you remember McDonald's used to have like still Coke and still Fanta? Yes. Still Fanta was the bollocks at McDonald's. I don't even do it anymore. I don't know why they're still going as a company. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was deep in fourth then. They do, do they not do it at Nando's? They did used to do it, don't they? Yeah, so. it's just. They do, well, I don't five, know, I only they do it at Five Guys in Birmingham. Oh, that, that place is incredible. But that's like where you pay 30 quid for a burger. Yeah. <laughs> it, Talk, is, it is worth it, though. Talking of Nam, uh, Nando's, uh, the Labos Wolf says uh, Nando's is overrated, but Roland isn't what it used to be. I agree on the latter of that. I haven't been in there enough. I mean, the last time we went in the Roland, and Andy was playing on SmackDown <laughs> with uh, Goldie, but. I just let them, let them get at it. But I remember, you know, I remember Royal was like the starting point of the night. Yeah, you had Royal Varsity on a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. you had Royal Varsity, Hogshead, and then you had the Student Union and stuff like that. But, but I still love Nando's. Yeah, Nando's. If you went every week, then fair enough. But it's not overrated. Mm, I think it's overrated. Uh, our very own Alex Moore. What's your favourite biscuit? Limp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of the uh, food variety, Oaties from. Uh, Aldi. I don't think I've had those before. Like the like Aldi hobnobs. Oh, really? They're really nice and not the best. Does it do a chocolate version yeah. of that? Oh, okay. I'm getting those next time. Anyone else? Biscuit. Custard creams. Yeah. You can class that, yeah. Yeah. It's Jake, a biscuit. Fox's VNS. Oh, that's a good oh. choice. You can't afford them. It's student. <laughs> I, I live at home. Still has them. <laughs> he gets a treat a week. He goes to the Foxes. Uh what else have we got um, Aid Nichols why don't we all have Troy always hairstyle why don't we gentlemen <laughs> you can glue it on you, can, you look like Bebop wouldn't you <laughs> you never saw me when I had a Moeican just because that's all I had left <laughs> but why don't we all just have the hairstyle because we can't Cause we can't feasibly get away with it because we're not a pacey right winger it's <laughs> It's probably the only hairstyle I haven't had. 
I have di- I, there is peroxide pictures out there of me and we need to see these pictures for the WhatsApp group of course I'm sure I've done it before in the, the fully luminous yellow Barcelona kit send them again uh, final question Chris Wood if Matinho and Nevers were a WWE tag team who would they be Legion of Doom good choice Dan come on even from Attitude Era you can pull one out of the bag there what was what was uh, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty the Heartbreakers didn't they have a tag team just some good luck Edge and Christian for the the three second photo <laughs> I think they used to do I don't know three second pose yeah Rizanga. for the too. benefit of those who flash photography and then Nevers and just Matini, I'll just do like kick ups <laughs> together. I'm going to say Dudley Boys just for the relevance of that Jake. Uh, Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Oh, it's a good tag team. It's a good tag team. And that is it, everybody. That is the podcast for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill and Smith Limited and Pixel Yeti Media. And you can follow us all week on social media just for your lols and trolls. Just type in Wolves Fancast. And you'll probably find us there. Jake, well done. You survived. The just over hour of recording. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, Dan, from a Tim Spears match rating point of view, what are you giving Jake? Um, how old are you again? 22. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Stu? Did well. Did very good. Yeah. Better than Alex did. Yeah. What are you giving yeah, Alex never listens anymore, does he? So we can say what we want about him. <laughs> what are you giving him from a Tim Spears point of view? Um, borderline filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Number wise. Solid seven. 69. A Kevin Foley solid seven performance. Well done. You pleased with that? Thanks for having me. Good, good, good. That's all we need to know. Right, for this week, um, it's bye from Jake. Bye. Bye from Dan. (laughs) Bye. Bye from Stu. (laughs) That's the picture, everyone. (laughs) For audio only, that is the picture. (laughs) And that is incredible. You're such a (laughs) nonchalant. I mean, that's got to be tweeted later, surely. Yeah, you can put it on. Permission granted. It's bye from me. See you next time. (laughs)